Welcome back to Real Estate Happenings, your go-to podcast for all things real estate. This week, we have local Houston artist, Jesse DeLeon, who is responsible for, I want to say all, but I think not all, most of the art in our building, yeah. which we love. And as you guys can see, this beautiful art piece here is exactly by him. So we know that you are very creative, obviously from this art piece behind us, and you are amazing and phenomenal and everything else that follows, but tell me a little bit about yourself. I mean, honestly, how did this start and when did it start? Um, I think pen and pencil was probably where it all started. It was just one of those things that, you know, you would kind of just jump back and like, you know. And how old were you? Your first like art probably piece? Probably like 10. Wow. Um, I remember my mom, you know, she took me to an art supply store and I remember just getting just a couple of supplies and now getting into like painting. That was the first time I ever like got into like actual acrylics and things like that. But I was like about 10. I was really young. Wow. And then from 10 years old, you started, you know, painting and that it did it just develop from that or was it? A few years later? From there, we started like doing stuff like projects at school, you know, because I like being able to get out of class. So never took art in school, like not one class. Wow. Ever. I have I have no like education at all. Art. It was just I knew since I was a kid, like I knew I just knew how to do it. It was weird. It was just kind of like, OK, I can do this. I can do that. I can. So it's I not like you it. were taking art classes never. of any sort. That's not so at all. Not through school, not through college, not through anything. I, I don't have no education. It was just like it was just all natural. That was your calling. Yeah. I knew, but I knew since I was a kid, that's what's crazy. Like I knew when I was a kid, I was like, oh, like I knew that it was like, it, I was just so self-aware of it. So did you typically paint after school on the weekends? I would do a lot of like school projects. Like that's what I was getting to. I liked doing it because my teachers were getting me out of class, go back to the art supply store. Like, hey, let's do, you know, back in the day, you had to physically do the banners. Mm -hmm. So all like, you know, stuff that had to do anything with school, I would literally paint them like huge banners. And then that's when I kind of started doing the really, So know, projects, was this in high school? Yeah, just projects in high school. But I would just do them. It wasn't where like, it was a class. Like, oh, this is how you do it. And it was like, no, I would just do it. That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty So cool. you were their go-to artist for yes. the school. And what school was this? So I grew up in a, going to like a private school. So it was like it was Sinai Apostolic. It was like an, like an academy. It was a private school that I grew okay. up into. Like Here in, in Houston? Yeah. Okay. It was awesome. like a small local church that I grew up in. So I grew up in church and they had like a small private school. And okay. that's where, that's that's where it where all got went. started. Oh my God, that's an amazing story. Mm -hmm. So you went to school, you were the go-to artist for the school, mm -hmm. you know, that was it. But how did you actually get started in, you know, murals like and the business in side Houston and exactly the business part of it? How did that start? Um, I landed like working for this interior design firm okay. as their like warehouse manager. Um, I was doing like painting, but not like serious. I was just doing like, I would do stuff that people would ask me, but nothing big. But I landed there. That's where everything started. Because from there, they started noticing what I can do. Because I was just like their warehouse manager. But then I was like, oh, okay, this guy can like do some art stuff. So then from there, they're like, hey, can you like replicate this piece of art? But I want it in these colors. Because wow. this design firm, what they would do is all model homes. So obviously you know about all that. All they would do is Taylor Morrison, David Weekly, Perry Homes, all these big builders. So from there, I started doing canvas work. And then I started getting into murals. Wow. So from there, they were like, hey, we need you, we need you to help us do these murals here. And it's, at, at that time, it was huge. Like murals 
every house, every kid's room, every, like it was just big. So I was, I started getting really busy. So what started happening was that I started traveling with them as well. So they would fly me to, you know, different states to do murals and stuff. In people's homes. In model homes. In model homes. Got it. All model homes. And at that time, Disney and Taylor Morrison were, were going to combine like promotional stuff. So how have I known you this long and I don't know this side of you? Yeah. That is amazing. A lot of people don't know that. So I did, I did a lot of stuff for Disney. So what was happening is that Disney was promoting Taylor Morrison homes at Disney. Wow. Taylor Morrison home was promoting Disney in their model homes. Okay. So I had to do everything that had to do with Disney, all kinds of Disney murals. Um, but what started happening is that they were like, hey, we can't, you can't be employed here and be subcontract as well. You can't do both. So you're going to have to jump out and either you're going to have either you're not going to be able to do murals at this anymore or you have to quit working here and then we'll subcontract it but you, we're going to be your only client so you might not have a lot of work right so you had to make a decision I had to make a decision and what did you decide of course i was going to do murals <laughs> so yeah no i just That's i said awesome. let's do it i mean good thing that like I, I, it was one of the things i was thinking about one of the good things it was like that my wife at the time had a really good job and we decided like, hey, I'm going to do this full time, but I'm not going to have a stable, you know, job. Like it might, I might do a mural and then there'd be a gap to the next model home comes and things like that. Um, that's very important having yes. your own business when, you know, that's something that Jose and I always said to each other, make sure that if one of us is starting a business, the other one has to have a full time yeah reliable, you know, sort of job that yeah. where you just know that it's going to be there, especially when you right. jump into entrepreneurship. Yeah. I mean, we all want it to be amazing, but you also have to be realistic, right? Yeah. So that's awesome that you did that. Okay. Yeah. So model homes, you yeah. said, I'm going to jump out and do this just on out. my own. So who was your first client outside of the model homes? So working with him, it was, the, it was that, you know, obviously they obviously had a lot of work, you know, but Taylor Morrison is big, you know, so from there, this company just kept getting builders more and more and more. So I'd stay, the obviously, it never firm. went down. Yeah, the interior okay. design firm, we worked for MI Homes. I mean, we did everybody, every big company. And then from there, the word got around because the only people that were really doing model homes, a lot of people didn't know about that niche of doing murals and model homes. Um, so it was very few people that were doing it. So the word got around, like, hey, there's this younger guy that, because a lot of the people were, like, older ladies, older, like, men, they were doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this has, like, a different twist to the, his murals, you know? Freaking amazing, yeah. Jesse. The design, the, the design firm is still there. Their name is Millennium Designs. They're still I'm around. They do, they do, like, amazing work. I've always been wow. in real estate. That's why I knew I had to have you on my show. Yeah, you I've always been part of real estate. Yeah. Okay. That's how I got started, like working in, it was basically, it was real estate. I'm telling you, real estate just brings people together. It does. Um, from there, it just, the word just kind of got around, and okay. then I just started working for almost like every design firm that did model homes here in Houston. So then, wow. then it got really crazy. Um, so that was like, that was like the initial beginning of doing murals is working, okay. doing model homes. Okay. That's amazing. And then aside from the interior design and the builders, who was your first... Hi, Jesse. I need a mural. Can you come do this for me? Who was, who was on the other side of the phone? Like client base? Phone call. Yes. Like residential client base? Or just business. Anybody outside of where you were already comfortable. Because getting yeah. uncomfortable is where you're really like, right. okay, here I go. It was just, it's too many. It's too many. <laughs> it's too many. But just off the top, it's kind of harder to know. Like, this is the person. Because at the time, it was, we were doing residential and doing. But I think... Initially, I think one of the biggest um, 
jobs that I did, like off, which was obviously still through the design firm, but they kind of like just handed me out to, I don't know if you know Mike Feigen from Design Tech Homes, okay. which is off of 45. Um, I got to work at his house and his house is like huge. Um, because I was also doing the murals, but I also knew how to do faux finishing. Wow. So all the like the super crazy decorative like textures. You know I'm textures. booking you for my house now. You yeah. shouldn't have told oh, you me haven't, all these things. You haven't seen, a lot of people house. don't know that side of what I can do. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, I because I kind that. of, it was like almost like a season in my life right there. And I fell in love with more doing like the art mural stuff. But I know, I obviously know how to do all the faux finishing. Okay, like, so after we finish this stuff. podcast, I want <laughs> us to go to my house. And yeah, we'll go. have so many white walls that I need your love on I always just see the crazy stuff I know how to do. So just with all of this, the, you know, these individuals, these referrals that you're meeting and mm -hmm. different projects that you're working on, what kind of obstacles did you face along the way? Some of the obstacles, I think it's always knowing when to change, like the seasons. I think also it's almost this one, but also ties into how I got started is, you know, it got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm doing the model homes, model homes, model homes, model homes for like 10, 12 years. And it was just kind of like, Okay, I need something different. But I, it was funny because I never wanted to do outdoor murals mm -hmm. because I knew Why? the elements, rain, hot, cold, okay. all that. I was always so fearful. I was like, no, because if it rains, that means I can't work. Right. If it's super hot, you, know, you can't do it. Sense. So I always was so fearful of it. But what changed everything was like five years ago. And this is what's crazy. It hasn't been that long that I've been doing like the big outdoor murals. It hasn't been that long. Probably like, no, it was more. It's been like seven years. My church um, asked me to do, they were going to do like this project in Haiti. So they were going to travel over there to, they were helping build this school over wow. there. Wow. And the wall was like seven stories, you know, big, oh. one of the wall. And it was like off of a main street in Haiti. They're like, would you like to go and like be part of the, like, like an art project? We've never done it. You would work with like the community and you know, I mean, it's, super super poor there um so it was like you would help to like build like help with these kids to help them build something where you can like they could probably make money off doing right so i had to be creative and like what can i show them to do artistically at the same time i was because gonna do this mural just doing it you're also yeah. teaching so i'm teaching so i love teaching though so that's mm -hmm. one of the big things so i love working in that environment so i was like yeah i want to go teach and do something but they're like, also, can you paint this big old mural? And I was like, what? In like five days. Okay. And it's, if you think it's hot here, it's really hot. It's really hot over there. Hot, so hot, so it's bad. So that was the first time I was like gonna have to like really step out of my element of like doing, Your comfort being comfortable. Zone. Mm -hmm. And doing this mural and I was like, you know. And so what did you learn while you were doing the mural? Did you realize, okay, I'm Jesse, I'm amazing. I can do this in Houston. <laughs> It's different over there because you're having to deal with really bad paints, like really bad. It was so hard to paint with the paints over there. They were like oil based and they were super translucent. Um, it was so hard to work with just the products that you were going to have to use. I mean, and you don't you don't figure that out till you're there. So that was a huge obstacle right there. Having to like you're comfortable here with like, hey, I love this paint. I love these spray cans. I love this. Yeah, you're good. But over there, you don't have any of that. You're just like, but you did it. But you have to create it out of like, yeah, and you have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest things is figuring out how to do five story building with like no. I mean, you're talking about you're making your own ladders because mm -hmm. there's no like ladders there. and all, You're making your own stuff. You're making it all up. Wow. You're having to figure out 
how to use the paint that you do have, yep. but also you have to figure out how to get to that height yep, of the wall. Yeah, all the levels and everything. Okay, I would have been like, someone just jump uh, on my yeah. shoulders. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done. I've always been driven to like figure stuff out. Like, I right. want to figure it out. I want to know how to do it. I want to learn this So that project took five days? It was a five-day project by myself the whole time. So that um, was your first out That was like the first huge one okay like that's i mean i had done like little things nothing nothing big but that i think was something that i was like planting and i knew that the seed that was going to come out of that i just knew it like i knew that it was gonna like blow up after that for some reason i just had the feeling that this was like a shift i felt it i felt the shift of but doing it was something. also meaningful because it was Correct. a project you were doing with your church yeah so it was something where there was meaning to it and you were happy oh, yeah. to do it so everything I've always done, and I think that one of my biggest things is always doing things with like a purpose. I never do stuff just because, oh, this is another dollar made. It's, I never do. Like, I reject a lot of projects. Believe me when I tell you that I reject huge projects with big brands. You put on a waiting list, guys? I just yes. want you all to know. Yeah, on a waiting list. But I've rejected like a lot of projects that, that are not what I believe in. Like, but you have to be selective. Once correct. you get to a certain point yeah. in your career, you have to be selective for sure. You did an amazing project for the Astros. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that project. How did it start? Oh my God, that was crazy. Um, you got an email, you got a phone call. I got an email first to do like a small pop-up mobile mural for when they won the ACLS. Wow. So I got an email, okay, let's do that. And it was like, here's the email, we got two days, they just won, and you have to do it by tomorrow, which that means that you're working from tonight. Wow. All the way so straight through. to work in yeah. two hours. Yeah. I was there, like, all night. Like, started at 10 o'clock at night. They wanted me to do it live the next day during um, the big, like, they had some big festival that day. So I was like, oh, my God. So that's the first time I did the first one. Okay. From there, you know, I just grew, like, build a relationship with the marketing people which that's I was like, okay, who's in charge? Okay, you're my friend. <laughs> um, and from there, he best, went... Best, yes. best that's business be advice yes. anybody will ever share. And from there, when the opportunity came up that Space Cowboys were doing the whole rebranding, they're like, who's the go-to? They called me to do it. So that was... Then we did the big Space Cowboys one. From there, like a month later, then the Astros called to do the big one at the Astros. That's how it just, which a lot of people don't know that I have two murals at the same time at both parks. Wow. How long did that one take to do two days as well? Which one? The, the second one. The, the Space Cowboys one or the Astros one? The Astros one. So, um, no, that was, it took, it was funny because it became this big thing. It took like about 60 hours to do that one. 60 hours. So it was about five days in there. Just how many breaks did you take? None. We worked did all day. Did you have a lunch break? We did. Okay. That was, and, I, and I do tell you that one of my friends told me, hey, when you take, because I, I know the artist that painted the mural last year. Mm -hmm. So she told me one of the best things you're going to do is take, you got to take a lunch break and just sit in the ballpark with no one in there. There's no one in there. It's just you by yourself. It's like the most amazing thing. The feels like the whole roof is open and you're just eating lunch and it's just like overwhelming because it's yeah. like the whole thing and there's no one in there. It's just you by yourself in there. How cool. It's really cool. I was like. I did that every day. I love that. That was really cool. So one of the cool things behind the Astros was, and a lot of people declined this job because of that. They didn't want to work with kids. So what happens, the Astros does, a, it's a three-way collaboration. It's you, the artist, and you have to work with two students that just graduated from the Art Institute. 
I had no idea. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. So That's amazing. On be, I mean, on the Astros, we have to do that. Correct. They do it every single year. A lot of people don't like to do it because they're like, no, nah, I don't want to work with people that don't know what they're doing. Wow. A lot of people don't. And, and I love how to do it. So that was initially, like immediately when, I, when we did the interview, and they're like, they, they, the two questions that they asked, it was like, immediately, they were like, hey, do you, can you work with you know, students and this and that? Are you cool? I was like, yeah, I, that, I would love to do it. And then they asked me, um, have you ever been into the, did you ever get to go to the Astrodome? I was like, I did. As a, man, I was real little, but I remember that was like a big thing for me. He was like, you're hired. Let's do wow. it. So um, working with them was like an amazing thing because that was one of the cool things. I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. Like, not only like obviously doing the project, but in the process of like just teaching, like, hey, this is the way I do things. Like learn how other artists sure. look at art and how we create in a different way and like to connect with other people is like the biggest thing and i remember them through the process are just like enjoying that because they're like oh we're learning those stuff that you don't learn in school because you only can learn that on the job site like there so not only were you doing a big project mm -hmm. for the astros you're also teaching someone and what was that feeling like just knowing that you know you're doing a big project for your career, but also that you're teaching someone. What was that like? Yeah, I think why I do that is because I remember going all the way back to when I was barely learning and barely getting into like the model homes. I remember bumping into like other artists that would do that and they were like the meanest people ever. They never wanted to share anything. Like they're like, I'm not trying to take your job, which eventually I did. Um, I'm not trying to take your job, but not actually it just happened, right? <laughs> I mean, eventually it just happens, right? Somebody will take right. my job one day. I'm just, I want to know what are you using and wh why you use that brush. And artists back in the day were just so mean about that. And I was like, man, when I grow just up. It's like real estate. Yeah. And there's Nobody wants to share work. anything. No, but there's plenty yes. of work for everyone. We talk everyone. about that a lot. There's exactly. work, especially in our city. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of work for everyone. So you painted the mural, you had the two students that helped you. Mm -hmm. Here comes the day of, <laughs> you know, letting the public, letting everyone yeah. see it. What was that feeling for you like to see everyone's reaction? I think it, it didn't dawn on me the size of the project till that day. Like during the process, I'm just so focused on like, you know, the process and what I'm, you know, how am I, you know, helping these kids out? How am I, you know, everything is, you know, do they like what I'm doing, number one, you know? But I think, I got a really good feeling because in the process of where we were doing it, they had tours still going by. So they, they, they saw a bunch of tours going through. So all the fans were just, you know, going crazy. So they got it. to see glimpses. They got to see glimpses. It. They couldn't take pictures. They couldn't do all that. They can just kind of walk by. They got to see glimpses of the process every day. Anybody that passed by was, you know, it was looking better, looking better, looking better. Like the big reveal day, it was kind of like, it was such a like intimate moment because Nobody was there. It was just like all the media and just like the marketing team when they did the big reveal. Like no one's there. No one gets to see it. That day was like, okay, this is like pretty big. Like this wow. is a big thing. Did you cry? I think I would have cried. <laughs> not there. Yeah, not there. But it was exciting. It was exciting, yeah. Okay. Were you exciting. speechless? You are. Because it's, well, this is what makes it so hard to think about things because they move so quick. So like literally the veil drops and then literally here's the camera. You don't get to enjoy it like a lot of the times, but... I was there all day, so you get to kind of see the overwhelming thing. I mean, just it it, it's exciting cool. to see. I mean, I still every time I go to the game, 
I go take you know pictures with people there at the at the mural. I always go to the mural first and hang out with people. And that's super cool. Yeah, okay, so. next time I'm there, I'm taking a picture. You never go. I'm gonna say I do go, but I haven't. Well, been we lately. haven't gone at the same time. Yes, and we need to go at the same time, take a picture, and be like, I actually know this guy, and I interviewed him in a podcast. So that's yeah. cool. What tips would you give to a young artist just starting off, a young Jesse? What would be some a, a few pieces of advice that you would like to share with them? The connecting with people um, and building, you know, good relationships mm -hmm. um, is probably the biggest key that I've learned mm -hmm. because from there is where I've learned like how, I mean, everything has been word of mouth for me, you know, from the beginning, obviously before social media was anything. I think I saw your stuff and I told my team yeah, somebody. I have to have him do something. And it started from Galleria to then, obviously, our Heights office. You've Correct. done so many murals here. Our Galveston office. And it was the life, well, they yeah, the life painting that oh, we did. Oh, that's right. That's how that's it what started. That's what they contacted me, yeah. The life painting for I'm a million-dollar home that we had listed. Yeah, okay. that's how it all started. Okay, yeah. now I remember. You have a better memory than I do. It's just making those right connections, I think, and I think building the relationships with, and I think that that's where it's always been because like I still work for like all the design firms that I tell you that I've worked for, I still do business with them that's just awesome. because I've built the right relationships with them. And um, from there, it was just like, hey, you got to get this guy to do this and this and that. And that's how I get, you know, I've moved on to doing so much like corporate stuff and all these like luxury apartments that I work for mm -hmm. has always been from, it all stems back to that one designer that then word of mouth, word of mouth. But I think if you're starting off on this, it's like the first thing you have to do is build a relationship with somebody right. to get the opportunity to do it. For sure. Yeah. It's all relationships. It's all relationships. I always tell everyone, protect those relationships mm -hmm. because you never know. Lastly, Jesse, tell me about this jacket you're wearing. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, uh, I was able to build a relationship with a, uh, an artist from Miami. His name is Tiago Magro. And uh, we just kind of first became friends over like social media. I remember he was doing some marketing for like a, some brand and it was like, dude, that jacket is like super cool. And it was like a one-off. He was like, I can't sell that one. He was, but I'll make you one. And I was That's like, awesome. are you serious? Like how much is this gonna cost? And he was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna send it to you. Are That's you amazing. Speaking of relationships. Yeah. Relationships, right? that's what it's all about. I'm telling I you. I saw that jacket when he came in and <laughs> I was like, okay, tell me about this jacket. Yeah. It's super cool. And cause that's what I told him. I was like, you have to give it to me quick. Cause you know, I need it. I need it. I got stuff to do. I need pretty quick and send it to me now. <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for being here today. That was definitely a lot of fun. It gave me the opportunity to get to know you and mm -hmm. our connection through real estate. I mean, how amazing is that? For those of you that don't follow Jesse, please make sure to follow at Delion underscore arts with a Z. And you can follow me on Instagram at Nancy underscore Almodovar. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Make sure to subscribe, give a like, and make sure to share and keep up with us on Real Estate Happenings.